Well, talk about a whole lot of walking. Cage probably had the calves of an Olympic runner by the end of this, but he was finally here. Finally where he was sent to go. Didn't look all too different from where he was used to traveling. Just a whole lot of desert and rocks like usual. Thing is, this place was special. It seemed like a place where people on the run could blend in with a gaggle of other people. After all this mess, Cage didn't expect this game of Needle in the Haystack to even hold a candle to what he'd experienced in his journey. Cage, how are you feeling? I can almost feel your angst through this radio. Angst? No. It's just... The skyline of this place is spectacular. I've only heard stories in my youth. Can't believe I'm actually here. Take it all in, my friend. You've made it. Just don't get seduced by it. So many before you have and haven't turned back. I don't make my money this way. Don't worry. Call me crazy, but... I think I could die now. And die happy. Well, let's not get all anticlimactic now. We still have a job to complete. Of course I do. In fact, I'm more curious to see how this ends. Keep your laser-like focus. Don't get distracted. Don't forget to constantly check the file I originally gave you to. No one would take you suspicious even in public. In fact, this should be the easiest part of it all. Understood. Anything I should know about this place? Not at all, actually. You're the only person to get this far in this endeavor. Joy. So, just radio in after I have him in shackles as usual? Exactly. Once you have our man, I'll ping our people to provide a pickup. After that, they'll have your payment waiting and you'll never have to worry about us again. Give yourself a sigh of relief, Cage. Just not a full one. Not until it's all over. Gotcha. I'll head in now and keep you in the loop. I'll expect nothing less. Now, look, Cage may have been excited to be so close to the big city and all, but he still had one last stretch of wasteland to brave before he could even think about having a tall one and kicking his feet up. Nope. In fact, he found himself smack dab in the middle of a gnarly dust storm. This wasn't good. Not by a long shot. There. He's waving. Ah, 
can't hear him either. What the hell is he saying? Shit. Can't see him anymore. Uh, where am I? Wait. There's a drop-off here. Damn. It's pretty steep. I gotta find shelter, though. Ain't gonna find it where I am now.
cage. Can you hear me? Uh, barely. What time is it? About ten. You must have had one heck of a sleep. Tell me about it. A guy like me is bound to drop it all and start over after an experience like that. What happened? Well, after comms were cut between us, I went down this ravine and ended up in some deathclaw-infested cave before I found this abandoned shack. <sighs> Jeez, Red. I almost died last night. You know, I tried to warn you last night about that location. Someone's cut into our communications, and I don't like it. Ah, damn. So it wasn't the storm? No, I'm nearer to you now. So even that should have given us no problems. Seems a clever fellow out there is playing the peeping Tom and wants to know what we're talking about. Shit. Maybe we should cut contact until absolutely necessary, then. Exactly. I guess you won't need the warning about avoiding Quarry Junction anymore, based on what you just went through. In the meantime, I'm going to be sending you the coordinates for Little Dive we believe the target frequents. Go there, talk to the regulars, and get a solid location. After you do that, our job will get a whole lot easier. Understood. I'm, uh, I'm gonna get me some breakfast and get back to you on that. Okay? Of course. Don't rush. It's already a major milestone that you're here in the first place. I want you at the top of your game, Cage. Today, tomorrow, I don't care. For once, take your time. Thanks, Red. No problem. <sighs> Get you, honey. Water, coffee, and a Brahmin st Nah. Make that a death claw omelet. Alright, hun. I'll get that right out. Just letting you know, the omelet's gonna be a little pricey right now. That's fine. Alright. I'll be back in a moment. Cage? Cage, is that you? Son of a bitch. If it ain't good to see a familiar face around these parts. What the hell are you doing in the Mojave, man? Morelia, I... I never thought I'd see you again. I'm... Well, my job brought me out here. What about you? Hold on. I've... I've got to see you up close. This is unreal. Saltron. Got her up and running, too. Oh, hell. I almost forgot, yeah. I got that woman, Old Lady Gibson, to take a look at it. After tossing her a pretty penny, she got this thing up and running like new. Even uploaded a new sensor to have it recognize me as her master. I named her Jenny. <laughs> yeah, she looks like a Jenny. <laughs> How pretty a penny. <laughs> a very pretty penny. Like, blind your eyes shy. <laughs> So, what about you? You take the other's advice and try your hand at the gambling game? 
Well, maybe. I guess. I don't know. I kinda came here with the intention of scouting some land for myself, but I'll eventually find myself deep in booze and deep in debt one way or another in this town. Either way, my mercenary days are long gone after what happened. What's your retirement have in store, huh? You gotta be tired after all this running around, right? <sighs> I don't know. Believe it or not, I'm, I'm not a violent person, but I'm, in a way, indoctrinated to go about life fighting. How so? I mean, we all learn one way or another in this world, but haven't you ever had the desire to just kick your feet up and rest after all that? I do, but... But can you believe it? I'm scared. I'm scared I might wither away and die because I'll break the cycle. Hmm. I understand your fear, but... Cage, you gotta know there's a stark difference between what you feel you want to do versus what you feel you need to do. Where does your meter lean? I... I guess that's the thing. I don't know. All I've known in my life is to fight for the Brotherhood till the end. I just let that slip, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. But Cage, you shouldn't worry if that's the big secret. I've gotten to know lots of Brotherhood folks over the years. Far as I know, you guys are alright. No wonder you were so good in a fight. <laughs> well... Now you know. What can I say? What could a guy like me want more out of life than the interest of the Elder and their interests, huh? People ask me what I want, but really? I just don't know. Okay. Let's start here. What's your name? Your real name? Wade. My name is Wade. Wade? Wade Morgan. <sighs> Unlike most kids in the wasteland, I knew my actual last name. My parents were vets in the Citadel up in D.C., where I was raised. Okay, Wade. Where did Cage come from? Gosh... Feels like a century ago. <clears throat> I, uh... I first got my power armor training and didn't like how I looked like everybody else. Alright? Some of these raiders in the area we cleared out had a leader who wore that cage armor. And I... sort of took a liking to it. So, when my squad and I were finally done, I relieved him of it and modified my Brotherhood-issued set with his. It started off as a joke when I first showed out with it, but... As I kept getting accolades and shit, Gage was respected and feared. Enough to the point where I was commissioned down in Texas for a special recon mission. Been in the Southwest ever since. So, don't call me a psychologist, but... Sounds like to me that Cage left to explore the Southwest all that time ago... But Wade was forgotten back east. I don't recall where I once heard it, but someone said, let your soul catch up with your body sometimes. 
you and Wade were separated at some point, and truly, I don't think you'll ever find peace until you find him again. How? How do I find my old self again? Ask yourself, what does Cage want, and what does Wade want out of this life? Sounds like to me Cage wants to rekindle his old flame with the Brotherhood without rejoining the Brotherhood. While Wade... (laughs) Well, Wade may be a wild card. But I don't want to abandon those who accepted me as their own. And I don't want to believe they truly abandoned me. And who says they did, huh? Well... Well, they didn't come. Okay. Well, they didn't come for you. Who knows what kind of logistics go into the modern Brotherhood. All I'm saying is that they'll truly come looking for you, if they come looking for you. In the meantime, old Cage needs to realize he doesn't need a superior to tell him he's at ease. You get me? I... Whatever happened, your job's done, friend. I know how serious you folks take the insignia. Ad Victorium and all that. Something you soldier boys got to realize is you're all human underneath that armor. You ask me, it's past you. You ask yourself what you want. Hmm? What do you want, Wade Morgan? Here you are. Coffee and water. I guess... I guess... I want closure, is all. Yeah? And how often have you considered that was the predicament with yourself? Not often. Not often at all, really. You see that? It's about time both of you hit the closure you needed. If Cage really needs the answers, talk to the local Brotherhood chapter out here and get them. If his services are still needed, keep it going. If Wade realizes he's beyond his career at this point, forget Cage. Turn the page. Don't you want to see how this story goes? I may not have two names, but after what happened back east, old Aurelia found her resting place. This Aurelia was baptized a new woman and wants a new life. What do you want? Thank you, Aurelia. Seriously. Look me up in New Vegas and tell me what to call you, eh? I can't wait to hear who. <laughs> Sir? said, hey, I'm new here. What's the local swell? Oh, my frick. Beer. Shit beer. Because I got shit money. Yeah. By the looks of it, you ain't got no business in this saloon with that get-up. 
Don't judge a wastrel by his cover. You have no idea where I've come from. Uh-huh. Then why not sit over there on your own? We don't know you. Do you know each other? Why? Because I've been looking all around town for a trio of men. I may have a little something I'd like to get my hands on. If not, this is a little awkward. Well, uh, in that case, I guess you found them. But, uh, we're on somewhat of a, uh, business break. And it ain't all exactly safe to be handling business in a bar. Yeah. Come see us over at our alleyway over next to Rita's. You know it? Huh. Really? You think selling jet and peddling overdrive is gonna raise a brow in this dumpster fire of a bar? Look, pal. I don't know who you think we are, but I don't think you're the kind of buyer for what we've got. Yeah. If it ain't a quick fixer after, you're barking up the wrong tree. Now go on and get out of here before we make you ourselves. Cool it, Edgar. Easy. See here, pal. We've had a long day. We don't do sales on our time off. Gotta be careful. Even at our stand, it can be risky with all the army patrols coming around. Just get your stuff from us in the morning, alright? You think I came here for your chems? I'm here for something else. Your business card. Business card? Yep. Here. See this man? I want him. Now I went through hell trying to get my mitts on him. And I intend to come back from it. Word has it that you're one of the few establishments to still hold on to one. Uh, now, d d now, how, how did you even get a hold of that knowledge? Hey, hey, man, chill out. We don't know anything about this mess anymore. Oh, really? Because someone very close to me, someone I put a lot of faith in, seems to know he's got a trustworthy little list of moles throughout the region. You seem to be the lucky bastards who were close enough to call on today. Are any of you gonna talk? Or... Listen to me, man. I don't know what kind of game you're playing, but you're not gonna get anywhere causing a scene in a bar. Yeah, just get up. Get that picture out of our faces and get going. <sighs> we said get gone. You hear? <sighs> you lot clearly have what I'm looking for. What's this man's payroll like, huh? Looks as if you're still forced to be pushers in the shittest part of this city. How's this? I stopped the four of us from wasting a bunch of time by handing you all I've got for it. Come on. You can't have all you boys by the balls. Get out. <sighs> you know, my money could go a longer way for you too. Maybe do something about your bearded buddy there. With the pizza face. It's not wise to try your own supply. You know that, right? You son of a bitch! 
So, all that trouble for this, huh? <sighs> you! I didn't like the looks of you the moment you stepped foot in here. Now get out before I blow your head off. <sighs> Apologies, miss. These men... I don't care! You take your ass elsewhere, right now. I'm not giving you another chance. <sighs> Move. Now. Say, what's it like serving visible backwash all day long? <laughs> we'll return to our story after this. The road has been a long one, and thank goodness I can put all these patron gang bounties behind me. I like to cross the names off in my little black book twice, just to make sure they're no longer an issue. Ah yes, Joel Jackal, my oldest nemesis, supposedly the leader of this wretched gang. I blew him up in a turret gunner after an hour-long gunfight in the desert. Not much left of him, but I gotta say, he's earned my respect. Ah, who can forget my doppelganger, Mike Tyson? Guy's made a career pretending to be me for a good little minute now. But that's all just changed, after he and I had a tussle on a rooftop, and a woman had to decide which one of us to shoot. Trust me. She chose the right one. The Donnie difference was the finance guy for the patrons, so I approached this fight the stealthy way. When I agreed to have a sit-down to end things with him, the cigar I offered him was laced with small explosives. So, you know what happened next. And then there's Dawn McCormick. Oh, she was a hard one. Broadcasting her pirate radio to the wasteland, trying to normalize the gang to the public. Well, the show got a sudden cancellation when I broadcast a frequency powerful enough to take her out through those headphones. That was, well, unpleasant. Lost Paws Jr. really gave me a run for my money. He fixed up a pre-war plane and mastered how to use it. He sure gave me a workout running and ducking from that thing until I nailed it with a Molotov cocktail. I won't even tell the tale at a bar. No one would believe it. Brandon Cullison is, or should I say was, the world's most famous Scorn NCR Ranger. He left the army over a pretty bad spat and proved to be the patron's best sniper. I won't lie, taking him out was a stroke of luck. A bullet of mine went straight down the barrel of his anti-material rifle and blew up. Jorge Vega, specialized in dual-wielding six-shooters, but I have to say, he may have been quicker than me. But my armor took a few rounds, so I could gun the guy down at my own pace. Richard Villa was a good sport when I confronted him. See, he was the patron shotgun specialist, and I happened to catch him when he was nearly blackout drunk in his hideout. He freaked out and burst through the door, 
clicking the trigger like there was no tomorrow. That's until he noticed he forgot to load the thing. We had a pretty good laugh before I turned him in. Alex Roberts was a former circus juggler who masterfully used knives to remove the gang's foes. He almost got me, until one of them deflected off my armor and nailed him in the face. Can't forget old Hodgepodge the Cardboard Wolf. He was known for stabbing opponents in their sleep with a box cutter. I just so happened to catch him in the act on me the other night and tossed him out my three-story window. Poor Jackson Little. He was wanted alive, since all he does is steal valuables for the gang due to his amazing sprinting skills. Sadly, when I chased him, he ran off a cliff when he wasn't looking. John Baker went out like a true kingpin. Nothing special here. I just waltzed into his famous saloon and called him out. Everything went silent for a moment, and the place turned into a firework factory. John was the last guy out, and he went down like Scarface. Pretty cool, to be honest. I really thought dealing with a smooth talker like Shannondale White was going to be tricky business, but a few knockout drops and a whiskey while chatting up some hotties at the bar did the trick. Jonathan Noose. He's definitely coming back for me. He fancies himself an artist for the group, and actually funds the patrons by selling the stuff. When I burst into his gallery, he was so busy painting that he continued to do so, whilst making only one request. Let him finish the last piece. Yikes. Old Skygon, the gunslinger, was the hardest find. He heard about what I'd been doing to the gang, and made a little hideout in a cave somewhere. He's a former great con, with the sharpest set of eyes I've ever seen. Finding him was hard enough, but I made sure to get it done right when I found him. Just taped a bunch of grenades together and chucked it in there. That was the last of them. It ain't easy doing this job. Bounty, hunting, tracking prey. It puts a lot of stress on you. I will say this, though. The patrons were the toughest gang I've ever fought against. Maybe if I'd gone down a different path, I'd have joined them. Think you got some fancy skills to show off there? Go to patreon.com slash abomradio to join now and become a patron. Rumor has it they've got stickers. Remember, that's patreon.com slash abomradio. How much time do we have? Minutes? Days? Months? Years? We don't know. But this we do know. Civil defense is everybody's business. It's a big job getting civil defense organized to operate efficiently. But then atomic attack is disaster on a big scale. We can and must get the job done if we are to survive. Just imagine if only one atom bomb were to be dropped on an American city. Say it's your city. Thousands of persons would be killed instantly. Many would be trapped or buried in wreckage. Streets would be blocked by rubble. Great fires would start. Dozens of fires in a matter of minutes in many places at once. Then, too, a large part of the city's food supply might be knocked out. The water supply might be cut off. Normal communications might stop. Certainly transportation would. How much time do we have to prepare? We don't know. But this we do know. Civil defense is everybody's business. It's your business. And now, back to our story. 
So this is it, huh? Doesn't look like much of a location. Huh. Telephone. Says here. I have to call this number. I think it's how you used to make these things work. Travis, I need to speak with one of you. Hello? Ugh. Yeah, Kate? By gosh, I'm surprised the signal is coming through so easily. Quickly, tell me what you found. Red, I'm over at the payphone. I have obtained a business card, but not without incident. Fine, that's fine. So, the payphone. Have you tried dialing him yet? I have. Nothing but static on the other end. However, it seems pretty clear that this is the place you go to call him. Oh, rats. He's probably busy then. Well, wait. This is probably good. In a sense. Talk to me. I know you've already been through a lot, Cage. But don't forget what I first said to you when I gave you his file. He's cunning. Very dangerous. Likes to think ahead. Way ahead. Do you think my previous wasteland encounters didn't test me enough? No, I don't mean that. King Leonidas slew many a man in his day, but he still fell to his knees at the gate of his god. Enough riddles! I wanted to knock this guy off and get back to my life the moment you gave me this proposition. But now, I just want him bagged and sent on your way. If this guy is so cunning, tell me exactly what I need to do. Okay, listen closely. Before the sun goes down, I need you to... Position. Stick up. Measurements. Hold on, hold on. Red, I'm getting static again. Damn it, this isn't good. We're definitely being intercepted by someone. Let's hope it isn't our target. Indeed. Let's you and me call to Hello? Red. Hello? Red. Damn it. <sighs> this is starting to feel weird. I have to do something tactful. I'm gonna wait until dawn to make a move on this place. My target is only a man, not a sentry bot. If I can't get in contact with Red, I'll be doing this my own way. Just need to set up camp somewhere in the meantime. He's high-profile, not a petty criminal, that's why. He was one of us for a short time before we cut him loose. But now we realize it was a mistake. Cunning, stealthy, and extremely dangerous. The catch is, I'd rather you bring this person in alive. Must be an important mark to have you going out this far. What she got you chasing after? Last time I'd do a job for her, too. Whatever happened to Honor? 
Money just doesn't appear in your pocket, and you know that, too. You utilized those crack-shot attributes of yours and became a bounty hunter. No, you've got law written all over you. You pounce fast, Cage. No talking. I almost feel as though you've got a gun to your head. Like you can't be yourself, you know? It's not me you need to be afraid of. You found a new profession and so did I. The story written all over your face intrigues me. Well, if you ever want to settle down one of these days... Thing is, I'm on a job. So maybe after. The job doesn't exist in my question. No responsibilities. No strings attached. Even from your past. Would you stay here? I want to start over everything with you. All those people, Marfa, years ago. Everyone but me made it through. Everyone and everything died in the crash. You don't see them here. Because, well, they're all buried. But our orders still stand. I shed no tears. I can't. Ad Victorium, brother. You, my friend, you need to learn to move on. Maybe that's why you're still wading through the sands, plugging nobodies for spare scratch. What do you want, Wade Morgan? Red. Come in. Come in, Red. <sighs> well, this is it. Guess we're doing this the old-fashioned way. may not work, but regardless, this is the place. WB Investigations. <sighs> Here we go. looks deserted. Excuse me. Detectives? Walter? Bunny? Hello? Walter Camry. I tried calling, but neither of you picked up. Look, I need your help. I don't know what to do. Ah, what am I doing? This place is empty as shit. 
Looks like they had a nice little operation going on here. Thing is, I don't think it's been going in quite some time. Kicking and a slap on the wrist is enough to sway me. Nobody tells Willie Burns what to do. Especially not a two-time an asshat like you. It was you. You intercepted my signal. Surprised? I'm not the same brute you knew way back then, Cage. I've learned a thing or two since going it solo. Just like you. I'm pretty proud of myself, actually. That signal was a tough son of a bitch to get into, but boy was it a treat once I got in. The things I heard. The shit you don't know, Cage. I'm not stupid. Something you gotta realize, old friend, is I stopped caring about whether or not my jobs were noble or sinister. You don't get the answers to those questions. It's not worth keeping yourself up at night over. <laughs> oh boy, but that's where you're wrong, kiddo. Knowing the way you suck the teat of loyalty, the way you hold on to the past, you'd have some kind of mental breakdown. Like you could expose exactly who they are in less than a day. You'd be surprised, shocked even at what I found. This whole goose chase venture, I'd probably have you shot for back in the day. But oh no, poor Cage. He has no clue who he spent all this time for. All those near misses for. <laughs> Where are they, Willie? Did you kill the detectives? Was all this just a laugh in my face? <laughs> Good guess. You know me well. No, but it would have been quite fitting, wouldn't it? Truth is, I've only been here this morning. Based on what I was listening to, I figured you were looking for this place. Guess you can call me a detective, too, for being correct. To be honest, place looks deserted. Like no one's been here for weeks. Figured your police buddies caught wind of you folks. Damn it, just do what you want, Willie. So you've proved you have calm skills. So you found me. All just to prove you can't take one on the chin? You know, when you first came back to see me those few moons ago, when I let you into my house, I remember my advisor, Abel, warning me about you. Warning me that you'd someday rat us out to our old masters. <laughs> and I disagreed with him. I disagreed with him. I knew you to still put some people over your precious brotherhood. But after seeing what you're doing right now... I don't know, man. Cute. Still doesn't change the fact that you assholes were gonna stab me in the back anyway. And that you should be a blood bug's lunch just like the rest of them. <laughs> yeah! 
You want to keep fighting for those traitorous fucks? Fine. Just fine. Say hi to the rest of our boys for me. You... You made me do it, Paladin. Always coming in clutch at the last moment. You forget your men too easily, pal. You know it didn't have to come to this, Willie. Oh, <laughs> but it did, friend. It did. Oh, Cage, you're no different than a ghoul, a dead man who thinks he's alive <laughs> and living. Have to take you out. Tell the truth. It is. It really is. But <coughs> I also just wanted to end things before you broke your own heart, boy. Broke my own heart? I gave you the respect of your own life, Willie. I gave you a promise of never writing you out for breaking away. All you had to do was respect me, still calling you a brother. Was that so hard? Was it? Now look what you made me do. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> let me finish, Knight. <laughs> you don't... You don't even know who... <laughs> yeah? What? <laughs> At Victorium, brother. Cage? Cage, are you still with me? I heard rustling over the radio. Is everything all right? Yeah, Red. Everything's all right. Look, we need to talk. Hold on, Cage. Did you locate the target? What happened? Yeah, I made it to the waypoint. Just as directed, since the beginning. Nobody there? Nobody there. I thought the place was empty. Only until my old CO pounced on me out of nowhere. He must have been tracking us since I left him in Marfa. Your old CO? How in the... How in the hell did he find you? I'm as clueless as you, lady. None to worry about, though. He's dead. Just barely escaped with my life. Look, Red, if this guy isn't here, you're gonna have to make this really worth my while. I've already done more than enough to earn my peace. No, I... I think I'm just going to go ahead and close this for you. I completely agree. You've already done way more than we've expected of you, and I appreciate that. Your job was to back him and tag him. But now it seems like he evaded us, even with our best precautions. So, that's it. I'm done? <laughs> yes, 
It's even hard for me to believe it after all this time. It won't be an endeavor either of us will soon forget, I'm sure. You can say that again. Stay put. I'm closing in on your position. Closing in? What? I don't know what you mean. You'll see in a moment. Oh, and don't be afraid of the machine. What in the fuck is she talking about? Cage had no earthly clue what she was talking about. For all he knew, Lady Red was all the way back east where he'd met her, just communicating back and forth. Cage may not have gotten the satisfaction of finally getting his hands on this mysterious target, but anyone could care less with the layout he was to receive. Oddest thing, though, just off yonder was the sound of two motorized rotors spinning like mad. It was a sound Cage hadn't heard since his glory days in the Brotherhood. Well, I'll be a son of a bitch. That's a damn vertebrate. The old soldier just couldn't register whether or not he felt threatened or purely impressed. Whoever this red woman represented definitely wasn't rookie or cut right. They were obviously serious about this. Whatever our man thought about this revelation, he knew they were good for the cash they put on the table. This ought to be interesting. And with a hand over his face to shield the blowing dirt, almost immediately the side hatch of the aircraft fell open. One occupant would exit, Lady Red. I had no clue you were in possession of such technology. I'm sorry. The journey here could have been made more conveniently with it, but it wasn't my call. We needed to stay way behind to throw any suspicions off. Apologies about the confrontation with your old friend. None of us were expecting that. Red, listen to me. I know the man was off his rocker, but he's been following me for a long time. I think you need to answer me something. Just one thing. Hold on a second. The business card. Do you still have it on you? We need to make double sure this is the place before... Right here. Ah, I see. Well, you're right. This is it. I get it now. You probably know more about me than I do myself. If that's the case, you know my lasting stance with the Brotherhood of Steel. Hell, I've been working for people who probably hate them as much as the Raiders do, but... As far as I know, we haven't declared war on them. However, there's most definitely a problem if this whole time I've been taking orders from... And just like that, as if Red were even paying attention to start with, she quietly unveiled the nastiest pulse gun you'd ever seen and shot Cage square in the chest at full charge sending him toppling flat on his face in the hot sand. Even after raider gangs, old nemeses, hordes of ghouls, deadly assassins, and even monsters, one shot is all it takes sometimes. Just one shot, and it's over. It's all over. 
Thank you, Cage. That's all the confirmation we need. It's all clear, sir. You can come out now. Well, you can train all you want, but you won't truly know how good you are until you do it. I think that was a good first cover, Dobbs. Don't you think, sir? You had some minor scares along the way, but I wouldn't deduct that from your final score. Thank you, sir. Granted, it went completely over my head that that William character had a ping on us. Do you think that could bite us in the rear later? No. The old paladin bore no love for his former superiors. Only himself. Besides, it was less about us and more about a spite for Cage. And now he's dead. I'll have our engineers double-check our signal's integrity after this. We can't afford to let this happen again. So this was him, huh? Our pawn. I was far too busy to always keep an eye on the progress between you two. But the reports you compiled were quite extraordinary. I hope you haven't formed much of an attachment. No. Well, there would be no need in lying that I had respect for the man. He was thorough, very professional. To his benefit, we can at least say that his story has come full circle based on what just happened. Cage would have been a great asset to the Enclave, but I'm not a recruiter, and those weren't my orders. At least his last actions were for us. Which happily brought us a step closer to what we need. That business card. There's no doubt in your mind. Walter and Bunny Investigations. For matters both public and private. This is the address. This is the place. Cage found neither of them inside. The lights were off, too. That fares just fine with me. Let's head inside and pick the place apart as we wait for them to return. I would suggest recovering any and all paper documents they might have. We will need all the data we can gather. Yes, Captain Draco. This place looks deserted. I don't understand. Well, you were his secretary back in Texas. What condition did he keep his office in? Clean. Polished. Usually a radio left on all through the day. Which is why this makes no sense. He better not have caught wind and moved all of a sudden. If so, we might have some serious security errors. How about you, sir? I may have spent more time with the man, but I'm not sure what other details you've recovered from him. Not much, beyond the fact that he's extremely attached to that vault woman. He nearly killed himself trying to find her, and to find you. Perhaps if we didn't cut him loose, you could have reunited sooner and exposed the truth. I don't know. It seemed kind of rude to have spent that much time with him, only to let him know I was a rat. And Cage wasn't a problem. I... I was merely acquainted with Cage. It was much easier to let go off. 
After whatever becomes of this, we'll need to call in for a small squadron and scout the best area for a research outpost. Some place more secluded. This place is too open. Noted. For your information, there is a chance that both of them could be out of town working a case. There were times when Mr. Camry would be gone for weeks on end. I'm not liking this. These shelves are completely empty. Let me see. Hmm. Odd. Very odd. There's nothing in these cabinets either. You'd better hope on everything you love that that damned paladin didn't have a last-minute change of heart. Because one thing's for sure, this is an out-of-business detective agency. I assure you, Captain, I have done everything that has been required of me. As much as it pains me to say it, if any interceptions between me and the mercenary were obtained by the enemy, this would have been a failure on the entirety of the Enclave, not me. Just remember, Agent, the rest of our comrades have serious doubts about a mutant obtaining a position of power in the first place. If we screw this up, they'll have just cause to terminate me and exile you. I understand, sir. What is that? I... I don't know. We need to leave, now. But we haven't finished here. We have, and we need to go, now. your face, sir. They knew we were coming. What? What do we do now? Red and Draco were absolutely flabbergasted at what they'd just gone through. Not only were Walter or Bunny nowhere to be seen, but their only place of business had just gone up in flames. Had this entire mission all been for nothing? Perhaps not just yet. When the smoke cleared, pages upon pages of little papers flooded in the air and down to the ground like pieces of confetti. Red stood up and stared at them peacefully come down. What? What is this? What... What does it say? It says... We've moved. Cage, a man once born with purpose. 
Taken away, it left a brave life alone for the time being. After what seemed like just another job from a loaded client, he would find himself lying face down somewhere in the Mojave Wasteland. Sounds like a bum deal at first, yeah? Maybe it is. Maybe it didn't come without its benefits. Remember that thing Cage said about being in limbo? Even after all that's transpired, the old boy returned to the land of the living. Even for just a handful of weeks, confronting his past. You see just as clearly as me, you only choose not to look ahead. Embracing himself. Your heart is pure. Your past has corrupted your present like infection, yet you've not forgotten who you are. Embracing others. For what it's worth, you earned my trust today. Our flags may not be on nice terms, but at the end of the day, we both fall onto more reasonable organizations. Happy trails, Cage. <laughs> Thanks. And staying true to himself. Were you just an, an empty shell when the Elder gave us those speeches? You're far more gone than I thought, William. Being stabbed in the back was just another way of leaving his life in the post-war world. Yet that man who lay in the ground like so many others out there lay more alive than most of them. To die a fulfilled man was once seen as an impossibility in this day and age. But old Cage? <laughs> Cage proved him wrong. This episode was written and produced by Preston Harton, edited and mixed by Ethan Walsh. Our cast today, Cage, was voiced by Mike Tyson, read by Marianne Stanek, Aurelia by Vitriol Plays, William by Harrison Bullman, Draco by Levi Deaton, a.k.a. Draco Deathclaw, The Bartender by Kari Schultens. The Goons were voiced by Austin Rogers, Josh Smith, and Joshua Belmont. With that being said, everyone at True Vault Escapades thanks you for tuning in to the Cage Chronicles and can't wait to have you back next season where we return to our detective duo, Walter and Bunny. Stand by for Season 6, Episode 1, The Case of Morgue Mountain, where our detectives and the NCR crash land in the Mojave snow-capped mountain range, only to make a chilling discovery. Don't put on those boots just yet, partner. We need you to leave this podcast a review wherever you're listening. Subscribe to it for all the latest content and share it with another Fallout fan. You know they'll like it. I'm Forrest Lee. Thanks for stopping by with us. Welcome to Three Count Thoughts. Let me introduce the crew real quick. 
Hi, I'm Maverick Stone. I'm Rummer. And I'm Jaxus. Join us as we talk all things wrestling. Each week, we'll take a topic from the wrestling world, knock it around a bit, and then go over the week in wrestling from a strictly fan perspective. We can be found on all major podcast catchers. We can also be found at 3 Count Thoughts on both YouTube and Twitter. Or you can send us an email using 3 thoughts at gmail.com. Okay, are you ready? Ring the bell. <laughs>